What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. It's your first time joining the show. Welcome to the show. We got a good one for you today, like my man Steve Harvey done say. Uh, Kyle Kinane is on the show. Love Kyle Kinane. So funny. Chicago's finest. Uh, love him. He's on tour. Go check him out right now, please. Also, I'm on tour in the fall. Me and Bobby are going to go back on the road. We're doing Boston. We're doing D.C., Chicago, Milwaukee, Madison. Uh, we're all over the place. We're also uh, redoing those uh, schedule dates, reschedule dates. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, Rochester. Uh, we're coming back to see you guys. And we're adding dates as we go. There's a couple of cities that we're waiting on. But for now, go to badfriendspod.com. Badfriendspod.com for those tickets. We'll see you out there. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean him once again today. It's Kyle Kinane. Cheers to <laughs> Cheers, Kyle Kinane. Buddy. Clinky, clinky. Hey, I am happy that you touched. That's very brave of you to uh, to get into this sauce without me. He, he drank before me, ladies and gentlemen, at home. Oh, I just I'm want to sorry. Tell you. Was no, that no, rude? No, no, it's okay. I counted it, though. I thought about it. I'm sorry if that was rude. Mm-mm. I've been sitting with a drink for 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, you're, just, you're fucking around with your tech. My apologies. I'm like, what am I going to sit here? And- My apologies. <laughs> Kyle Kinane is on the show. If you don't know Kyle Kinane, um, you're a dumb human. Yes. He's a brilliant comedian who Suck I've known nerds. for what? Let's be honest. I want to say 15 years, but that seems like uh, maybe I'm overshooting the moon. I'm trying to think of when we, when we first met. cross paths here in L.A. <clears throat> I know there was that fateful show in Tustin that I think solidified our friendship. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, Tustin will do it to you. If you ever yeah, go down to yeah. Tustin, you know that'll do it to you. More than just the jewelry exchange that's right. in Tustin. <laughs> right. You can't just get a car there. You can get good no, comedy yeah, it's down not there. Only, yeah, there's a car village. Yeah. And there's a, did you ever do – when did you move to L.A.? 2006, I moved to Southern California. I was driving up from Long Beach back then. Oh, okay. That's how okay. I met Brooks Whelan, Fahim Anwar. That's right. They were down. Okay. They were down in Long Beach. Because I got, actually, weirdly enough, I mean, I don't live here anymore, but this is 20 years since I moved out of Chicago. It was like this month to Whoa. LA. Whoa. Yeah. And I remember doing weird shows in Northridge. And I don't know if we met out there. We did. I did a Valley show with you one time. In fact, I know where it was. You, you might not remember this. I'm not going to disclose what? our location, but there was a little <laughs> place that used to be called Sardo's. Sardo's. The bar? Yes. In the parking lot of a grocery store? Yes. We did a show there at Sardo's one time in, oh man, it was a long, was long time Was it Sardo's? Ago. At the time, it was okay. still Sardo's. Sardo's was known, my buddy lived across the street, Sardo's was known as for porn star karaoke on Mondays. Really? And Is that what it was? <laughs> it was like, because the karaoke game is big in la it's like if, it's, it's if you're in the karaoke game buddy you might as well be a billionaire people are here to be like stars I you know. can't go to karaoke to have fun you got to go to bring it that's right you have to break like there's no fucking around uh-uh, uh-huh. and so this was porn. so it was like like oh the porn stars go to sing karaoke my buddy lived across here like well, let's go check it out and it was like one contractually ob- obligated starlet and just like a room of just compulsive masturbators, just <laughs> all crowding around trying yeah. to sing the sexiest songs. Drooling. They came. And it was real creepy. That was Sardo's. That was Sardo's. Yeah. And then if they we, did shows there too. We did a show there. And then it turned into a, a, 
bar by another Chicago dude, Matt Dittman. I know uh, I know Dittman very well. Dittman turned it into a Crawford's. And then sold it again. And it's now a Dungeons and Dragons bar. That's right. It's a D&D bar. Which I've done a show at all three of those places now. <laughs> if you want to know the breadth of Kyle Kinane's comedy career, it goes from a porn star karaoke, a great chicken place, and yeah. now D&D bar. I don't, yeah, God I don't bless. change. Yeah, they, they change. The, yeah. The names change, but the, the places change. stay the same. That's is exactly that the lyric? Right. Yeah. God. Yeah, the one time we walked over there from my buddy's house, we're like, ah, oh, what's going on? And somebody's hosing out the parking lot. Like, oh, somebody got shot in front of the ATM by that Vons over there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so right. uh, shows at 830? Yeah, man. Uh, we'll line up. Looks like it's opening up. Yeah, parking, we did. Uh, I think we probably met. I think it's safe to say we met in 2009 or 10. Yeah. That sounds familiar. That sounds about right. Yeah. That was kind of the time that I met you. And I remember a- one time. You were just, I don't know, you were cruising. Like, you were really killing it. And uh, then we went down to the, uh, maybe, no, no, no. I want to say Newport Beach show or something. We, it was another Orange mm. County show. And you uh, you were doing so well. And I remember thinking, man, that guy's just going to keep killing it. And, I, and honestly. And now. You are. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, that story was like you were cruising, but then we went down to the show. I was like, "Wait, what happened?" No, no, like, no. I'm, I'm trying I just to remember, remember. How you were you were just doing really well, and I was kind of struggling to get any kind of shows booked. And I remember feeling like just terrible. And then we did the show together, and well, it was nice to see a cruise by in the fast lane, buddy. <laughs> hey, like there goes Santino. Oh, no. hey, all right, good, good job, buddy. Good job. No, on all no, them. you've and you've had a, just a, like a steady, consistent, great career. And I watch you. Like a uh, like a cousin from a distance, and on, I'm being honest when I say this. I've always, you've always been somebody that I've always loved and thank you looked up to a little bit. I've, well, I like the sentence. I've watched you like a from the distance, like a cousin. I'm like, well, how, how's that? Because I jerk off and I like, see okay, some. Okay, I was stuff. wondering where that when was. When I play your stuff on YouTube, I jerk off. You what know, do you want so me to say? you know when there's a family reunion at a camp and you weren't. You know what went, that's like? Everybody when you, went through puberty. When you, and you run didn't into a cousin it? and you haven't seen him in a long time and you're like, ah, it's family. It's that kind of thing. You're like, uh, good to see you, man. What's going on? It's like. Blah, 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 this and this and this. And you feel like uh, you're proud of them even we, though. We got DuPage roots. DuPage roots. We got DuPage roots. County roots. Yeah, so baby. anytime you see somebody that made it out of the suburbs, you're kind of like, good for you. All right. DuPage River did us good drinking that DuPage water, baby. Oh, God. We, had, we got Cook County. We got lake water out. Yeah, in we Madison. got lake water. Yeah, yeah. it was good. We got, my, my mom got excited. We're getting the lake water. It's going to be good now. It's going to be real good. We're getting, that was the big news. We're about to get lake water. Drink out of the sink, baby. <laughs> yeah. You can you know, drink, filter. Drink out of the sink. Filter. What are you, a commie? You wouldn't drink dare, out of the sink. You wouldn't dare do it here, though. You don't drink out of the sink here. I drink out of the sink everywhere. Do you really? I figure I travel so much, I'm only getting a little bit of what's bad uh, everywhere. Uh, and the fluoride's sped around enough where I feel like it's balancing you with any kind of rust or any loose metals that are in there, you're yeah. probably Yeah, oh, oh, don't drink out of the sink. It might be bad for you. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, boys, come on. <laughs> what kind of life? This is, this is actually good for you. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's proven to be pretty good for you. Yeah, we should drink as much as we can. Mm. I said when you walked in, you looked really fit, and you were like, was I a fat piece of shit before? But no, you were never fat, but you do look thin. <laughs> I think I, well. What are you doing with your life that you look thin? The now? same thing everybody else is doing. Getting into our 40s mm-hmm. and realizing like, oh, everything feels worse the next day. Mm-hmm. It turns out I enjoy some things in the daytime and I don't want to die as soon as I thought I did. Fact. As I was when I was 27. Yeah. What are you now? 46. Are you really? Yeah. You look good. What were you thinking? More or less. I thought you were 43 or 40. I, didn't, I thought you were only a couple years older than me. Well, how old are you? 39. 39. B40 this year. Look at you. But for some reason, I thought you were like 42, 43. No, 46. You're welcome. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, you're welcome. 
I go to the gym. I do some of the up and down, some yeah. of the back and forth. Yeah. A little bit of pumpy just pumps. A, just a little bit. What now? Have you <laughs> have you turned into something in your 40s? Have you added something to your your lifestyle that you used to think would was lame when you were young, but now you do it all the time and you like it? Get exercise. Like, 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 I used to think that was, well, also you live in LA. You're like, what are you on a treadmill for? You got the outdoors. Yeah. Every day of the Get week. outside. You got bicycles. There's big rocks you could pick up. Mm-hmm. And now I live in Oregon and it's raining and the missus is like, I know you're sad during the winter. I got us a gym membership down the street. I'm like a gym. And now I go and I know I look like a dipshit there, but it's not LA hot. No. You go to a gym in LA and it's like, oh yeah, I should be laughed out of here. This is for beautiful people. <laughs> right. In Oregon, it's everybody just trying to fight off the urge to kill themselves. And I'm like, oh, I can hang with this crew. <laughs> just Everybody's wearing oversized band t-shirts and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I could do this in the gym. It's just you. It's duplicates of you all over the place. Yeah, it's fine. We're all like. It's just mirrors. Just, uh, yeah, a bunch of me, me and five look like sweating in the sauna. <laughs> Where are you in Oregon? Can you say? You can't see. Just you. outside of Portland. Nice, dude. Yeah. So Portland, that's my scene. I still do comedy up there. You like it up there? Yeah, man. It's, how, how, it's, I mean, it's gnarly. A lot of places are gnarly right now. We were just yeah. there. We were just in Portland. I saw that. Were you guys at the uh, big old uh, Carlene hall? Schnitzer, maybe? Yeah. Is that her name? I think. Who was Miss Schnitzer? Do you know? I'm not unfamiliar with the local history, but she apparently was, a, dig was in. a patron of the arts. She loved the arts. Oh, Mrs. Schnitz. I went down to get a suitcase because I, I, I had to get, I had gotten more stuff on the road. And I asked one of the guys, uh, I went into a local, like a local shop. And I was like, hey, man, do you know, does anybody sell bags, like suitcase bags that I can just grab, like a yeah. shitty. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, just go down this street. Don't remember, whatever, but I <laughs> said the name. I go down there, and I get there, and it's it looks a little post-apocalyptic. And then, yeah. you know, it says, we're open. Please knock or call. And, I, of course, I knocked, and I thought, I, okay, if you're locking the doors during the daytime, it's tough. Yeah. It was a little tough. There's parts of downtown that are getting better, but it's still downtown Portland. It's a little apocalypto. It Some is, of it. It is. I don't have any answers for it. I, know. I haven't been following the policies or anything. I'm like, oh, whatever. yeah, this is sad and it looks fix it shitty. And I don't, yeah. So what am I going to be the guy that's like, well, this is bad and I'm going to be loud about it. Do you have a solution? No. no. Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> we sit here and scream at everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. It looks. It looks. Uh, it, it LA looks, looks a little nicer than it, I thought it was going to be. LA was rough last time. Yeah, but it depends on where you go, dude. Some of it's bad. I had a few people that lived on the west side by the water, and they were like, it's pretty bad. I think it's, you know, it's the, the... I know Greg Fitzsimmons was talking about how they cleaned up the boardwalk down there a little bit. They tried. Yeah. They I just think, moved them. Yeah, they're like, guys, over Slowly here, Slowly moving. Yeah. They're just playing some away it's chess. games. It's just, yeah. it's just homeless chess. He's yeah. moving about. Man, I don't have any answers for this. It's all good. What are we... What You like the Northwest, though? The PNW? It, go, it goes... It's like miserable. Uh, it's forty degrees and raining. So why? For, because it like was pandemic and it was like an opportunity to pay a third of what we were paying in sure. rent to live in a house. You'll never come back here. I can't say that, but I don't have anything. Depends on the missus is. Uh, would you ever trying do, to get into the game? So ah, uh, she's writing and directing. Would you so. ever get into in, into going to Chicago? Would you ever t- convince this? No, couldn't go home. I can't. Isn't this funny about us? What is it with us? I miss homes. I love Chicago. I like visiting. Yeah, but every time I go back, somebody's like, you should you should get a place here. And I'm always like, I can't. I don't know what it is. What are you going to do if you live in the city? Well, I this... wouldn't live in the city. I, I would have to live outside somewhere. So you're going to live in the suburbs. Somewhere, So why yeah. not live in the suburbs of someplace that has nicer weather? Closer to closer to my folks would be easier, though. Oh, that would the be folks. Nice. It'd be oh, nice, yeah. yeah. 
And a couple, there's a couple of good people back there that I really would love to see more often that I never get to see. I like seeing all my friends. I don't, you know. Oh, but friend, I don't have any friends. I don't have any there. friends. No friends. Who are these people, people that you'd like to see? A couple of street dwellers, a couple of people I sh- <laughs> shuck and jive with. Some people I borrow money from. I got from. a dice game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some some uh, subsidizing income uh, yeah. individuals. A couple of guys. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I, like, I was just in New York and I was asking these guys, like, well, so you go on the road as a comedian and then when you're back, you do four sets a night. Comedy, like, where's your life? No, this is what we were talking about before yeah. it started. Where's your life? Yeah. Where's your actual life? Sure. And that's the thing. I don't broadcast on social media all the stuff I'm doing all the time. I'm not living a life to generate content. I'm actually just doing stuff. It, it, isn't that a weird feeling? Like there's people out there, people we know that like if, oh, if I'm just, if I'm not documenting the thing I'm doing for social media, does it even exist? Yeah. It doesn't even help propel my career forward. It's what creepy. A fucking sick way to live, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> gross. It's gross. Well, what's funny is like, I've got my little secret life. Like I like to spill it. Well, golf is my, is my repulsive. People know if I'm not, if I'm not working, I'm playing golf. You turned into the golf guy. I've been it for a long time. I just, now I can actually do it. But you, you know what it is? You go to the good dude? courses. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. You take, you take a trip. You take a just golf only trip. Yeah. Where'd you go? I've gone to, there's a place. Oh, actually dude, up your neck of the woods. Bandon, Bandon, Oregon. Do you know where that is? You know where Coos Bay is by any yeah, chance? Yeah, it's familiar. Yeah, Coos Bay is on the is like south, way way south, south edge. Oregon, right yeah. on the right on the coast there. And uh, if you drive about an hour, uh, there's a place called Bandon, which is okay. genuinely, dude, some of the most beautiful country I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, it's like stunning, and it's all because it's also not been fucked with. Like it's a rainforest. Yes, it is a rainforest. That's it's the incredible. redwood. That, yeah, the redwood rainforest. It's yeah. stunning. So I went to there. Bandon is uh, fun. There's, I mean, I've I've jumped to a bunch of different little spots, but the reason I like it so much, not to bore anybody with it, but let's go, man. I get to hang out with my fucking friends outside. Yeah, it's so funny that for years people go fucking golf, and it's like, yeah, man, it's just like three people I get along with, and we get to talk for hang out and fuck off. I found that out. I don't don't play. I'm like I'm not athletically inclined. The reason I avoid golf is because I don't want to suck so bad. Dude, you don't have to be an athlete. This is what I found out. All my friends, like like people are like, we don't give a shit. You don't even have to keep score. Just come out with us. I was 19 years old on a road trip to the Key West with my buddies, and we're getting tattoos in 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 Key West. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, yeah, man, we usually just golf. I'm like, really? I'm like a tattoo artist. He's like, yeah, it's just your buddies. You just get fucked up. Yeah, nobody's like. Because I had caddied as a kid oh, so at River I. Forest Country Club. Where would you caddy at? I, would, I, I caddied uh, at like a public course. It wasn't a fancy, it wasn't like a fancy course. Oh, this was like yeah, I didn't go fancy to- course. And I it, that soured me on golf. Like these rich old fuck. I, it, it cost people five figures a year to join the country club. And they'd be sitting there at the pond digging out free balls. I remember waiting <laughs> yeah. for one guy so he could get enough free balls. I'm like, you just spent. Yeah, $20,000. 20 grand to get in. in. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going to give me five bucks for this three and a half hours worth of work. That's, I'm watching I, you pick balls. I, I got 20 bucks. I remember getting 20 bucks for a full round. 20 bucks for four hours of walking. And I was like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. 20 bucks was great. I was making five. I was, I oh, was really? A, I was a terrible caddy. 20 to me was like, I mean, I was like, this is bullshit for four, four, hour, four and a half it's hours. It's also child labor. It's also, yeah, like, it's child you labor. can do it when you're 12. Yeah. Like in junior high. Like, oh, you want a job? I can go to the golf course. Yeah, fuck that. No, I hate, I, that, that world of it, I <laughs> So I kind of got hate. soured on golf. But now, now I understand. Now you know. All right. 
You gotta. You, Let's I'd, do it, I would man. love to take you. You'd have so much fucking fun. I would, of course. You get to drive the get little the car. Bag right there. Yeah, yeah. You get a little fun cart. Do you get a caddy? You don't get a caddy now? Yeah, no, I like a caddy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, why not? How do you treat him? Like I mean, shit. I, uh, I treat him like shit. I go, pick up my shit, idiot. That's what I say every time. Or do you give him the money first and be like, listen, we're going to do a thing. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to berate you in front of my yeah. friends. We're no. just going to see how long it takes before one of them stands up. <laughs> <laughs> and then if they don't, you know you have shitty friends. That's right. <laughs> like, all right, well, me and this guy, we were doing an undercover boss thing. For and you're guy. all busted. Yeah, you guys all suck. Now I treat him really well because it's a tough gig. It's a shitty gig. It's yeah. a, I mean, not a shitty gig. I mean, it's like a... I mean, it's a labor-intensive gig. It's a good job, but I know how annoying it is. Yeah, I was always tiny. I was always a tiny guy. Yeah. And it was. It was like Caddyshack. Here's the patent leather bag. There's right. an 80-year-old guy with a pet. who's bringing every club. And it's 60, 60 70 pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's bringing every club. Right. It's coming back heavier because he's going to go digging balls Three out of balls. Them. He's got half a sandwich from the clubhouse he's putting in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> All right, I'll give golf a chance. Yeah, give it a shot. I'll give it a chance. What's your what's your getaway then? Like, what's your little secret hideaway? I, I like uh, I like mountain biking. Oh, you do? God, I wish I was even remotely good at it. Honestly, dude, would never have pegged you as a mountain bike I, guy. Yeah, I know. It's I suck. I. Uh, what do you mean you're good at it? How good? No, I said I'm not good at it. No, I mean, I said, wh- how I, is that? What do you mean good or bad? How is it bad? Don't you just do it? Yeah, but then you like it depends if you fall off and get hurt a lot. You don't fall off. Yeah, I do. You do. Yeah. Are you doing big jumps? Yeah. Oh fuck that! Not, I'm not like it, I'm, it's not like a Red Bull event, but it's like there's enough <laughs> trails. You get to the top of the mountain and you try to get to the bottom without falling. And I'm not usually successful. How many times are you falling in one trail round? One, one, one way, one. Pass. Oh, there's a couple like a spill here or there, but like a big, like <clears throat> a big fall. I've gotten you know some stitches and a couple emergency room trips. Seriously? Yeah. Wait, wh- uh, where's the stitches at? In my knee. That happened out here. That happened in the Santa Monica Mountains. Are you doing uh, this with a group of people or no? No, because it's not like golf. So, Nobody else wants to so go. So if you hurt, bike. if you get really hurt, you're alone. Yeah, this thing has a little crash detection on it now, which is <laughs> what I feel a little bit better about. <laughs> the Apple Watch. That's that should be the commercial. You know the commercial where they're like, yeah. we detected a fall. <laughs> Kyle laid yeah. shit on trail nine. Well, the thing is, I'm also such a, I'm not, not very smooth at riding anyway that it was always like did you fall i'm like no i just landed weird did you fall so i turned off the crash detection so now it's yeah so you're, I'm now fucking you're doomed fucked anyway, anyway. <laughs> when you go oh. out how far of a hike do you go what are we talking like you're riding for how long how far you do a couple hours do about like you know you get like 10 or 12 miles in in a day if your lady ever wanted to go you would say i gotta go alone you can't go with anybody no, if she wanted to i still i just like bicycles man they're simple machines yeah they are and they're machines. and they're they're quiet and they're fun and they're you know there's bike paths that you just go on like we just went on a 23 mile ride just to another town and back went rode to a bar had a couple drinks i like that rode back and it's just i don't know why it's it's a it's a very simple thing that brings me joy good and you can't worry about anything else i'm not looking at my phone while i'm on it you have to be you know kind of dialed in with what's happening around you it's like, oh, if you're out with your buddies, are you looking at your phone that no. much? Are you just fucking around with your parents? No, I kind of make it a thing to like throw it away. I throw it away just because I yeah. want to goof off the whole day. I want also want an excuse to be like, hey, I couldn't have, sorry, I couldn't, you couldn't get to me. I was yeah. doing a thing, my bad. I'd like to know what more comics do that are their secret, that's their secret life. Like the gaps in their social media. Like, oh, you didn't post anything for two weeks. And like, yeah, I went to surf camp and <laughs> nobody else needs to know that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody needs to see a picture of me in swim trunks. Nobody needs to know that I went to Belize to learn how to surf because right. I wanted to do that for myself. A lot it's, of guys are. A lot of guys are, do have a thing. Because of what you said before, reminded me. It's funny. It's like cued me into the same thought I had before when, when you said, 
that they're documenting every second and they're not living their living a life. Yeah. I think a part of the problem was when we were young, the hustle was so crazy. Nobody had time to live a life. It's like we were yeah. we were poor as fuck. First of all, nobody had any money. We were yeah. pushing together pennies to try to figure out how to get to the next thing. And then when everyone started to get a couple of bucks in their pocket, then you were like, okay, so this is how I can make a living. So then you kept having no life, having no life. And then at some point you have to remind yourself, you're like, I'm allowed to fucking do a life thing. I'm allowed to have a life thing, but it is kind of a traumatic, unless you grew up with a lot of money and you came out here as a comic with a safety net who were like, you never had to have a day job. You never had yeah. to fucking, did you grow up with money? Were you from, <clears throat> no, you know, what's funny is like, we grew up, uh, my parents were, uh, fine my parents my mom still works which is a bummer i wish she would retire but yeah my parents both worked my whole life mm -hmm. so it was never like that uh but they were always good and fine but also you know i was never given a dime when i came it wasn't ever like uh hey let's get help your dream my dad was very much like yeah i hope you do well good luck if you need anything <laughs> you can move back and live in our house and yeah. figure out your life. Yeah. So my family was never, we've always been that way though. And I accepted it. I was never like jealous of other people uh, that came with money. I just knew it was like, well, I just am going to have to fucking always have a job. But I had a job, dude, until, I don't know, until I fucking got like my first sitcom pilot. I remember <clears throat> the when I knew I was quitting my job here. What tell, a moment. Telling my agent like, give me everything you got yeah like <clears throat> i can't go without <clears throat> i was so paranoid and not about not knowing how much money i'd be making yeah from week to week same because like i knew how to budget my bills are this much i make this much i have x amount of dollars left over for Fun. this god forbid an emergency happens well i'm doomed <laughs> yeah. or that's where i have to call every favor out right <clears throat> yeah my parents i think we we're like lower middle class financially never felt that way growing up I think when I moved out here, they gave me like it was like a thousand or two thousand dollars. But I remember that was like a big deal. Like I know they didn't. That have, is a fucking big. Yeah, deal. I know they yeah. didn't have that, and I was like, all right, you're trying to do something. You're not gonna get a job right away. Here's for like a, you know, an apartment or something that when you get going, okay. So I knew that was a big deal. That is, that's awesome. That. Yeah, <clears throat> but that was that was it, and I think. And did you ever have to make the call where you're like, I need a couple of bucks? There was one moment where shit got real bad, and I think they just kind of sent sent some. And did they know? Did they hear through the grapevine? Like I don't, I don't think I asked. I think I was just. I think it was a moment. <laughs> it, was, it was the dumb. You know, Bronger and I were roommates. Matt yeah, Bronger and yeah. I, and we did a show in somewhere in West Hollywood, and we were leaving and grab like, you know, drinking a lot in those days. But we're walking back to the car drunk. And we got robbed. We got robbed at gunpoint. Whoa, for real? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Right behind, there's a, it's where the Ralphs is on Santa Monica. I don't know if it's still, it's like there's a bunch built up. Who knows? But it was right behind there. I'm like, shit, man, it's right off Santa Monica. It's a pretty busy street. But yeah. we got held up. <clears throat> Guy had a gun on me. Gal was like held Bronger back, pretending to have a gun. Like, all right, sure, here's <laughs> everything. Bronger would <laughs> get held up by the girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. Because I'm just still walking and talking. Yeah. I'm like, whatever, man. Some guy's like, what's up? I'm like, I don't have any more cigarettes. He's like, no, man. And shows me the gun. I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, I said, I don't have any more fucking yeah, what, cigarettes. All right, you can shoot me. It's not going to manifest cigarettes. <laughs> but then we got robbed and we're like, oh, shit, that's scary. 
Mm-hmm. All right, let's just get out of here. And we realized, like, we got Rob standing in the place where my car had been towed from. Oh my god! So I think that was those. It was the, those two stories. My parents were like, "All right, send me a couple send you bucks. a couple bucks." Yeah, and you can always move home. It was a real like, and I, I can only. Ma- I don't have kids, but I can only imagine if you're looking at your adult son as just drunk, getting held up and parking illegal zones and getting robbed at gunpoint after doing a comedy at a gay bar in Hollywood, like. I could see how maybe their hope dwindled for their son in a moment. Like, we could just keep throwing money at it and hope he gets his head out of his ass, which hopefully I've gotten to the point now that I've proved to them, like, I think I got my head out of my ass. And they're good now. Yeah. I hope they knock on wood. Finally. Finally. It worked, though. You know, it, it took about 20 <laughs> years, but we got there. No, but I think I never, yeah, I was uh, lucky that they were supportive, but I, no, my parents, uh, our family's not like that. We're not like, uh, yeah. you know, I, ironically, I am now. Like my little sister had got kind of screwed over in a bunch of different ways in life. Some things mm-hmm. happened that were unfortunate and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I I help her out as much as I ever can. But it's only because uh, you know, yeah, I guess it's cause I was like, I need to do this because uh I know how bad it would have been, how great it would have been at moments that somebody was like, but I just could the pride was so high I could never ask my parents. Yeah. Even when I was like like this is how when I yeah, first what was moved, the what was the lowest? Well I wanna know the lowest and I wanna know the first nice thing you bought for yourself when you're like, go ahead and spend something. Okay. Like well I and I wanna know that I, I wanna know that for you too, because yeah. you told me the lowest moment I think was um <laughs> dude, I was having panic attacks living uh I used to live in a um it was a partitioned off dining room. It was sold as a we we sold a three bedroom, one bath. But it was only a two-bedroom, one-bath. It wasn't the one off uh, Fairfax right by the store, was it? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. This was, down okay. in, this, right. <laughs> this was down in Culver City by Palms. Oh, okay, okay. Which, by the way, one of my favorite stories is the night I was coming home from my girlfriend's house. Uh, I parked in the middle of the street, and I was really, like, dozing out of it. I had done, like, two shows. I had worked all day. I was exhausted. I went to go to her house. And I was like, I just got to go home, man. I can't even sleep over here. I got to be up at fucking 6 to go to work again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting at a stoplight at National and uh, National and Overland or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm dozing off. And then all I hear is screaming, like loud scream, blood-curdling screams. <laughs> like someone's getting stabbed. Okay. And I wake, I kind of come to, and I'm looking around. And there's a woman on a patio going, stop, stop, stop. And I'm, lo- I'm like trying to see what she's, and then over there in the middle of the side of the intersection is like 10 dudes. I'm exaggerating. Let's say five guys just beating the life out of one dude on the ground and it is it's bad it's not like it's not it this is barbaric it's like kicking and it's wild it's a murder it's a murder they're killing him and she's screaming screaming and then i kind of connect eyes for a heartbeat with one guy like he kind of looks over for a second and i was like right through the red yeah. light gone f- i mean i literally almost you, missed you went from taking a nap to being a witness yeah, dude, I was, <laughs> fuck this yeah fuck this especially because when you look like this when you have red hair they're like this motherfucker i'm like this guy talks to cops yeah. <laughs> this guy wants to see the right thing happen fuck in the world that. i got out but that neighborhood was shitty got my car broken into multiple mm-hmm. fucking times but when i was at my low living over there um i was uh i i had just come off of like um this uh this pa gig and uh i thought i had enough to like get it to another job yeah and i had a moment of a panic attack because i looked on a piece of paper i'd written my notes on about how much i owed for stuff yeah and i laid down in bed and i had like tears and night sweats all night thinking 
there's no way mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to make $350 in the next two days. Like, there's just no way. Really? And I was like, how am I going to do it? Like, what am I going to? And I literally yeah. was at the, at the end of it being like, I have no job. I have no resources, no prospects. Mm-hmm. I have, I, in my account, I probably had like 19, 20 bucks left. And uh. I got beyond lucky, a friend of a friend. They needed someone to fill in on one of these, like a hosting gig thing. Okay. Uh, in, on the Queen Mary in Long Beach. Like a mid show for like a dinner show. Oh, like a party, like a party host kind yeah. of thing. And I got fucking, and I got a hundred bucks per show. Yeah. And I did two shows. That was also the most money I had ever made at the time doing stand up. But I, I, got, I got 200 bucks from that, and that helped me uh, at least get a little bit of money to yeah. landlord until I could yeah, yeah. get a check from doing another PA gig a week later, or two weeks later, or something. But dude, that was one night where I thought, this is, this is a stupid world. I shouldn't fucking live in LA. Fuck LA. I, I'm, this is so dumb. I'm not going to, because in my mind, I was like, this will be like this forever. I'll always be panicking Man. in a mattress on the floor. I just had that conversation about living like I go between thinking I deserve more because of how much time I put into comedy and how uh-huh. pure I hold it and, and and like versus how dare anybody think they deserve anything for this yeah. shit. This isn't of this isn't a service no. to the world. None of this is necessary. It's not a necessity. Not no. any if I stop doing what I'm doing today. Nothing changes tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely nothing <laughs> changes tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And so to actually sit and have some demands within that. It's bold. I, it's, I think it's a real Midwest thing, too. This, this, like, this. Uh, that you like, no, you jokes? You doing jokes? Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, you could be, you'd be funny electrician. Yeah. <laughs> you could be the funniest electrician. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. just, you're just doing jokes. Ah. Uh. All right, sure, sure, yeah. Okay. Good luck. Why don't you, you learn a trade? You're gonna get puppets? <laughs> no puppets, just you. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. I mean, the puppets was funny. I catchphrase? Like you got a catchphrase? Yeah, get nope. a catchphrase, man. No puppets, no catchphrase. Mm. Good luck. I, I mean, no, nah, but like maybe it's like a like a like a smaller crowd that likes your stuff, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I. It is uh, a Midwest mentality for sure. But like, I think it's helped. I think it's like it's self-preservation. Healthy. Well, because we've always been <clears throat> Midwest kids for the most part. Everyone I know is always like lucky to be here. There's always like a you're lucky to be here thing. So Midwest kids always have like, I'm sad, lucky to be here, I guess. Yeah. But I've met a lot of other people that are like, mm-hmm. they need me. Oh, and fuck I'm like, that. Man. Ar- arrogant comedians are the fucking, the stupidest thing I've ever seen in the How world. Like walking around with an attitude. <laughs> You got that attitude from jokes? Yeah. Guess who makes jokes? Everybody. <laughs> every I, every person out there in the world has three friends that are funnier than the best comedian. Yeah, that's true. They don't know how to process it. To They don't want to harness it. Right. Because they're not up their own ass to be a comedian, but they're funnier than any stand-up you know. You it's already true. have friends that are funnier than any stand-up. Yeah, it's so true. to walk around with fucking tood... <laughs> <laughs> like you are also a brain surgeon? Get bent. <laughs> In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, I've talked for quite a long time about BetterHelp because I believe what they do is important. A lot of us aren't focusing on ourselves. Uh, we're doing and doing and going and going, and we don't know what's going on internally with ourselves. And I think giving therapy a try, like BetterHelp, helps very much. 
Uh, it's cheaper than traditional in-person uh, counseling, which can be very costly. Also, you got to drive there, find a parking spot, and you're late, and you're running back to back to back. Why not try BetterHelp from the comfort of your own home, car, office, resting space, uh, happy place, man shed, basement, rooftop, wherever you decide to do it. I think giving it a try is important. I've been doing it for years. Uh, it does help me on tough days, tough months, tough years, get through times. And also when I'm in a good mood, I use it too. It also keeps things smooth uh, and easier to navigate when those big troublesome humps come up into your life and you don't know what to do, where to turn. It's nice to just get it all out. So why not try getting it all out with BetterHelp? Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Uh, all you got to do is go to BetterHelp.com slash whiskey to get yourself 10% off your first month. That's better H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash whiskey today. Why not give it a try? Ginger. I like gingers. Oh, God. My favorite thing when people were like, well, I'm just out. I'm in L.A. because uh, because of work. You know, they move out from New York. Well, I have to be here because of work. I'm like, oh, did did somebody tell you we were running out of actors? <laughs> did somebody tell Oh, were we running out of comedians? Hey, were we running out of comedians? No. Actually, we're full up on comedians. You don't have to be here for work. You're fine to go back where you're from. I get I get real defensive about L.A. Yeah, and a weird as well, much as I don't want to live here anymore, I still get defensive about. This well, yeah, town. me too. I don't like when people say they hate it. It's always weird. Get out, go away. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's, the only reason that I that I'm uh, departing is because I'm just looking for a change in life. Yeah, but yeah. you you put in your time. It's like a fucking rescue pit bull that you just saw eat ten babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to love yeah, yeah but you're like oh, i think the 11th baby has a shot of winning win him over and we're all the 11th baby we're all the 11th baby coming here like nah i think i got what it takes i got it i can make it work yeah yeah it's the the the, the delusion uh the delusion that people have some when they come here sometimes that uh they're better than this place that's what i think is a very there's a big ego oh, check when someone's like God. fuck la let me drop you off in chavez ravine yeah, yeah. drop you off in boyle heights and you tell everybody there that you're better than la <laughs> yeah you go up to a guy with a face tattoo that you think he's just a dodgers fan but it turns <laughs> out there's more than that tell him you're better than la <laughs> see what happens <laughs> yeah take a cruise yeah 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 take go, a cruise over there go, go see. Take, take a little drive around drive Take a little drive. Let me tell you if you're better than. All right, tell me what was you. T- I, I you asked okay. me, but I want to hear from you. What was the first thing you spoiled yourself with then? Um, How about first this? Thing, first did you thing, ever spoil yeah. somebody else with something like this? Like, did you did, the first thing you got? Did you buy something for somebody else, or you, or yourself? I don't think I did. That's I fine. Think, I think I was. I think I was. I was single when I kind of. Honestly, when I quit my day job, I was so paranoid about money that I'm like, I'm not spending anything. Yeah, save it all, yeah. And then I I buy I buy, I bought a bike. Bought a couple bikes. Bikes aren't cheap. Um I bought No, wait a minute. I, not I motorcycle, a, bike, bike. No, bike, no, bicycle, bike, bike. mountain bike. Okay. Did you ever have a motorcycle? No. God, you should have though, huh? I You I, fit the mold I would to get a so tea. I would get so close and it's like how could you not? Because it's almost like there listen, is one called the Canaan. You know yeah, that, right? Yeah, but I'm probably gonna die. Yeah, whatever the opposite of triumph is, <laughs> failure. <laughs> failure bikes has the Canaan out. Have you seen the failure Canaan? <laughs> I mean, we've seen him. Is that his new nickname? Zero is to he, sixty. Did he get into wrestling? <laughs> zero to sixty. And that's it. So, sometime yeah. later this yeah. week. <laughs> but yeah, zero to sixty. And uh, I, I think no motorcycles. I would have died on, especially in L.A. Yeah, I feel it's the same a, it's way. It's a fucking death wish here. I drove my buddies when I was in Arizona, when I, and I used to love it. And 
I remember because I'm a speed. I love fast cars. Yeah. And I remember thinking, this is bad, dude. Because I will. I die. wouldn't trust myself. Yeah, I will die. I did dumb shit in cars. Yep. I bought. Okay, so the first. You know what? You Give can it to do me. This I bought. I'd always driven just used cars, whatever, like the cheapest thing you can get or thing like cheapest, most reliable thing. Yeah. And so my Ford Ranger, my old uh, tool truck, was like a like like no carpeted floor white Ford Ranger stick shift that I think was from like an auto parts store or something. Mm -hmm. And I drove that, and it stalled out on like right by downtown at like the, where the ten goes to the one like this crazy interchange at Russia where like I'm stalled in a lane and I'm like I'm gonna die. Yeah. Like I've never made a more panic phone call. Not even after getting robbed. I didn't even call the cops after I get robbed. But my car stalling on the 110 in rush hour, I'm like, I'm calling AAA. I'm like, I'm going to have to jump off the bridge just to save my own life if you don't get here soon. I bought an Audi, an A3, the Ooh, small one, just I the like little it. guy. That's a good one. And I had it for one year before I was like, this sucks. You hated it. Because it, it was the nicest thing I had, but it's a tool. A car is a tool. And it was so nice that I cared about it and I cared if anything happened to it. And like, this isn't the attitude you should have towards an item that's a car this is it's not a vintage car it's not a, like a, it's not a classic guitar it's not anything that like we need to preserve this mm -hmm. it's just a car just a car yeah and i was still like oh did i bang the little thing there oh is that a scratch in the hood i'm like this sucks yeah i feel this way i had it for a year i sold it i got another truck that's just, just running but that shop. was your little you felt the little taste you had a little taste i did and i was like oh this isn't what i'm about yeah. I just wanted a car that could like merge onto the highways here mm -hmm. without me having to wave an orange flag out the side <laughs> like I was about to start dropping cones. <laughs> like I'm merging doing the same speed as like the <clears throat> CalDOT workers. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want a car that actually does. But then as soon as I had it, I was doing all the dickhead things. I'm doing everything you do with a fucking white European sports car. I became an asshole. That guy zipping the Break round. the turn signal off. Get rid of that. You'll never use it. Every shitheaded thing. I became the asshole I hated. It encompassed so many terrible things. Like, get rid of it. You felt what it, what it was like for a minute. And then you got out. But I realized I'm not that guy. Yeah. I just wanted the nice thing. Right. Because I thought, I'm working and I got some money. Let's have a nice thing. And I'm sure. like, oh, I'm not about nice things. Not at all. What's the night? You so you have no. You've kind of got gotten rid of all material bullshit. No, I have. I got bikes. I got guitars. I don't show them. I just like them. I <laughs> yeah. think they're. I think they're. I suck at guitar. I think it's a beautiful piece of craftsmanship. I could tell the difference between the way they play. I'm not going to let anybody listen to me play, but I like them. Yeah, it's like a little piece of artwork to me. Not, you know, but they are. And, and I'm not buying. I'm not buying these fifty thousand dollar. You know. Is that how much a nice guitar is? I'm so oh, some, clueless. Some like, look at it in the same terms as like classic cars or anything. Sure. It goes from anywhere from yeah, some, two grand to a hundred Yeah, grand. one of a hundred that were, came out in 1972 or this. I'm not doing that. No. Nah. I just like, yeah, I think they look cool. They do look cool. I've never been able to play, and all my friends that can play, I'm really annoyed by. But I have such an ego about my own abilities that I'm like, well, I can't start because I know I'll be obsessed and it'll break my heart if I'm not good. Oh, really? I, like, <laughs> if I start something... And I might not be good at it. <laughs> well, you got gifted child syndrome. What is is that? What it is? Yeah, if you're not good at something right away, it means you're a failure. Yeah, because early on in life, you were told you were gifted and you're good at things. So then, if something doesn't come with ease, quick, yeah, you're miserable because you think you should be good at everything. I 
Oh, that's interesting. I swim in that feeling. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's why I hang on to stand up because the only thing that still is giving me back enough. Right. Well, like with like that's my th- my, my with golf. Like that's my thing. I know I'm good at golf, and I really like it. But if there's a new thing that I think I might not be good at, I'm like, I'm not doing it. Oh, you don't allow yourself to be shitty at stuff. Not really. Unless I think I'm going to be good at it, I'm not going to do it. Really? The, yeah, because a piece of me thinks, <sighs> uh, what am I wasting my time doing? Unless I'm extremely interested. Unless it's like, like <clears throat> I wanted to learn piano, and I genuinely want to learn piano, and I think I might yeah. not be that good at it, but I'm willing to do it because I think it's so wonderful, but I have yet to do it because I'm like nervous about it. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to, but we have, we have a really, you really nice. nice <clears throat> you yeah. got piano or keyboard? What do you got? I'm you not, got a full piano? I'll leave it, I'll leave it to you. You got a grand piano? I'll leave it to you. Tell me you have a grand piano because you thought about learning. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't play. <laughs> she plays. Oh, okay. And she's very good. Okay. And she's very good. But, well, so that's so, that's scary for you to have to display uh, your vulnerability. Well, you know what it really is? I want to be able to play sad songs at night on the piano. That's truthfully what it is. I want to play sad stuff at night on the piano. Like, there's a pretty <sighs> tune sometimes that, that she plays. Andrew Santino, Sad Songs at Night. <laughs> that should have been my special. No, but I love sad songs at night sad on the piano. Sad songs over Toluca Lake at night. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, that's... God, it, wasn't that... Blank out where I live. Oh, shit. Joe. Sorry. That's I all right. Say, we didn't say I just told that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> you know how many psychos <laughs> listen to this show? No. Blank it out, I'm Joe. Not, I'm not. Uh, Cut it out. That, but I got, I got hesitant about stating where I say outside of poor people know where it is, but it's like, it's still a big enough town, but it's weird. Well, it's almost weird. Here's what it really is. Uh, I like a little bit of evasiveness. I like a little bit of like, want to be a little evasive that's what we were talking about before this yeah a little bit of disappear how much like the place i told you we want to go to we don't tell anybody okay yeah and it's only because uh nobody's gonna know so what i've been doing on this show over the years Mm. including with bobby i drop little hints about other places but i'm never gonna live in those places i say that to them just to fuck with them okay just because i want them to think i'm somewhere else (laughs) i like that i like that yeah have you had any encounters that was that something you want to talk about? Is there? Well, we haven't uh, talked. What did you do nice for somebody else? Oh, let's go. That that's a good positive. Well, I think I, I talked like about that. it before, but the first thing I never really got myself anything really nice <clears throat> when, uh, for years and years and years because I'm, um, you know, I'm. Uh, uh, You're aware of the fleeting nature of this whole business. Yeah, I never got anything really nice. I mean, only in the recent years do I give myself something that I kind of really want. Yeah, but for years and years, no. But the first check I ever got, I bought my parents a new computer. And I thought that was fucking huge because cool. they didn't have, you know, they had a, you know, 92 Dell or whatever it was, yeah. or maybe the late 80s. No, yeah, it was early 90s. And then my dad, I've told this story, but like, I'll never forget. I bought my parents like a Mac, a, a Mac, yeah. like, you know, and uh, my dad took it out of the box and mm. just like my dad to look at it and be like, where's the bottom? <laughs> didn't even care. Where's the thing on the bottom? We didn't get all the pieces. Did yeah. you have the receipt? Did you keep the receipt? Did you have to? You, do, do I have to buy a bottom? You only bought me the fucking top. That's literally how he thought. And I was like, No, Dad. This, this, this is the, the bottom thing that usually on the floor. It's in the face of this thing. It's like one of the nicest. Pe- it's like new technology. You yeah, know what I mean? This is the whole. Computer. This is the thing. But selling him on that was insane. He was like, That's bullshit. There is the floor thing powers the face, dude. And I was like, Okay. Dad. 
He hated it. He never used it to this day. They still have it at my parents' house. I still have the one that I bought them. It still sits there. Your parents not being online as much is probably a good thing. Yeah. I tried. We went to Hawaii for Christmas a couple years ago, and I'm like, I would like to get everybody's thing, but they're they're too proud. They won't let me do it. It's like, no, no, we got we got a room. I'm like, all right, well, we're staying here, and you could stay in this place. I'll get your room. No, we got no, we got one. There's no air conditioning. I'm like, all right, well. God damn it. Well, because the room right. was expensive, so you wanted to go. Let me treat. I wanted people. to get them. Yeah. I just wanted to get the trip. That's nice. That's nice. They thing. wouldn't let yeah, but they won't no, it's, no, un, no. it's unacceptable. Right. The children don't pay for the parents. Regardless that you're middle-aged and successful yeah it's not you don't do that i know that's so, a midwest uh, fucking bullshit fucking thing. and it yeah. sucks yeah it i sucks. picked them up from the airport i'm like they my mom's never been to hawaii we're maui right. my dad had been like in the in the military had a stopover during right. vietnam like, i took a shit in maui I'm, yeah i'm picking them up sunset we're driving i got them and they're both looking at their phone, arguing about the terms and services on how you could use the safe in the room. Well, it says they're not responsible for the items. And Well, then what's the point of having a safe if they're not going to be responsible? <laughs> I may as well just leave the shit on the balcony for anybody. I'm like, sunset, sunset over the It's a beautiful sunset. <laughs> sunset in Maui. You guys just flew seven hours, sunset in Maui. Well, see, when the, why do we have the safe? It means that they know that they know the combo to the safe so they could put the stuff in there and take it on some. You have nothing to steal, you guys. Neither one of you have any valuables. <laughs> We're in sunset. Dad, there's a sunset. Do you want to see a sunset? I saw a lot of sun. It was a sunrise. There's one point we can go see a sunrise over volcanoes. Like, I see a lot of sunrises working the overnights at O'Hare. I'm like, well, this is over a volcano and not a fucking fuel truck. But, you know, you do you. Same thing. Fuel, volcano. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Heat turns in energy. But, yeah. I. Your old man works at O'Hare, by the way? He used to, yeah. What was he doing? He's a mechanic. So he was a smart guy, though. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's be a bright guy. bulb to fix fucking airplanes. I, he would tell some stories about what they would get into overnight over there that made me shaky about airplanes. Never, honestly, it, it should be. Yeah. It should be shaky. Yeah, we throw a pin in there once in a while. Fuck it was, it. They were just like pranksters overnight. It was always just how they would like fuck with each other, like how you would at like, I imagine a service industry job, except also in between fucking with each other. Let's make sure these planes don't fall out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit different than yeah. how is my steak cooked. Yeah, but yeah. I think he loved it. I think that was just like there was midnight. You know, it's not the daytime kind of life. Are we talking midnight. like he worked midnight to 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or something like that? Yeah, he, he, he was always some some version of overnights, whether it was like 9 to 6 or I remember I had my uncle nine. used to work those work the night hours. I was I'm fascinated as a kid because everyone we knew was a kid. <clears throat> yeah. Again, I'm doing the Midwest thing, but. Everyone I knew as a kid worked from, uh, they'd get up at 7 or 6.30 or something. They'd yeah. go to their job, wherever the fuck it was, and they'd work all day, and they'd get home at 5, and that's the way you did it. And you got one vacation yep. a year, yep. and you didn't fucking complain about it. You went to Disney World. You went to fucking Orlando. You or, drove. Or, or, you went to, or you went to Wisconsin Dells if things were kind of thin. Yeah, we went to the Dells. Well, actually, you know what's so funny? We used to go, this is very inside baseball, but Lake Geneva is like the nice lake in Wisconsin. Oh, okay, yeah, But we yeah. used to go to a place called Lake Delavan, which is like its shitty little brother not too far away. Oh, I did a summer at Nippersink. Nippersink. You ever go there? It was, <laughs> it was, it was. This was like the, we didn't get to the Geneva. Geneva was nice. Yeah, that, we was, knew, that was money. We didn't know anyone that, Geneva was nuts. Yeah. Not only did we not know anybody that had a house in Delvin, my, my grandmother's aunt or someone had um, partnered with somebody years ago on 
okay. on this house. So we all, thir- 30 of us would sleep in a two-bedroom, one-bath, 30 people. Oh, tents out in the yard kind of thing? Camping well, most or, most yeah. of the, my uncles slept on the porch. They would all get drunk and yeah, sleep yeah, on yeah. the porch. And the kids would f- not really sleep. We fucked off until four in the morning. I mean, we would be running yeah. around because it was... Yeah, there's lightning bugs that need to be hit with tennis rackets. Somebody needs to squish these things on my face and make, you know... Yeah, yeah, I gotta write my... War paint. I, yeah, I gotta write my name in a side. I gotta make war paint. Can I pour you some more, by the way? Uh, you can do uh, yeah, that I if will. you wanted to you do You keep that. talking, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> I do... What do you feel bad about from that? Do, I, do you ever feel bad about... Huh? Like, I've, you know, we used to, like, hit all the lightning bugs with How tennis, about doing that? Tennis Honestly, rackets. I, I felt... I felt like people who kept them in jars were more brutal because that was like prison. Oh, looking back on it, yeah, but there's like just the general brutality of children. Like well, you, yeah. you, you weren't morally. Well, I never like developed I never enough. like uh, dissected a, a cat. I never like like killed a thing. But yeah, we used to. I mean, lightning bugs were supposed to be. You can't just go lighten up in the darkness. Oh, look at you going there. All right, thanks, no, buddy. Well. You can't just do that in the dark around children. And I mean, I don't want to victim blame, but these lightning bugs. What kinda... are they flashing for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you wear that dress to the bar, you know that's what? what you get. You're out here blinking and blooping. You blink and bloop, I'm going to snag and smash. In the, for- in, the, in the forest at night? All these horny <laughs> kids out here? Horny for violence? Yeah. I don't know where I'm going no, with this. No, no, but it's true. I did feel, I like, I remember feeling a little, <clears throat> a little bad about, uh, about doing that. But I was never a kid. I told a story just not too long ago. Well, I told not too long ago on this show about, I saw a kid crazy kid in the neighborhood smash a fish against the wall and it changed my, it changed the way i thought yeah. about animals and stuff and yeah I, I look i still i eat animals blah 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 blah, blah but yeah, i remember watching it being like i don't like that that is something i do not like i remember it vividly like singed into my mind as like i think i don't want to even go near fish ever again i i didn't like fish for years because of multiple things yeah. But I, that was one of them where I was like, I don't like that. That's what happens. Uh, do, do you remember not knowing it was Lent and your parents would be like, we're going to McDonald's on Friday. You're like, <laughs> fucking finally. And yeah, it's because yeah. you just get filet of fish because it was Lent. And right. You're like you. And that was the only fish Traitors. You yeah. fucking traitors. <laughs> but you can get cheese on it. Ooh, I don't want fucking cheese on this filet of fish. Nah. My dad will independently get a filet of fish regardless of uh, it being a. He still does it. Non-secular. Was it non-secular? Non-secular day. Yeah. Yeah. Does he still eat filet fish? He'll, he'll, I think he'll get them once in a while. I don't think they go out to fast food as much anymore. Yeah, parents reach an age when, they're, when they kind of don't, don't do fast food ever again. But they don't, like, they're not, they didn't move to healthier food. No, no, no. They just no, go no. out to dinners. But yeah, once, they, once in a while, I think. <clears throat> well, they go, they, well, my parents, my parents eat at home every night. I mean. Yeah, they make, they make meals for themselves? Yeah, well, they don't really go out. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They don't really go Naperville, out. Naperville? All that fine cuisine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much nightlife in Naperville. Uh, there is. It's bumping out there, baby. <laughs> There's so much happening out yeah, there. Yeah, it's hot ticket. Yeah, yeah. Well, they live some, they live uh, in a town right next door. Oh, shit. So I'm really out in a lot of stuff here. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. I'm no, 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 I don't. They, people out. know. I went to high school there. They don't. But they okay. live in a town, one town away. Okay. And it's not as busy. That's for sure. It can, it can get a little sleepy on the outskirts. Well, they just uh, you get it gets a little country. Well, you get but, a by the way, going for them to go to the Ville is a big deal. Like they don't want to go. They don't. Oh, it's like going to the city. They just don't point. like to go out. They don't yeah. want to go. Well, going to the city, dude. I, you know, my mom still works in the city. So when we left the city when I was a mm-hmm. kid, you know, I was ten when we left and we moved to the burbs, and she never quit her job. Yeah. My mom loved this. She never wanted to leave the city really, but they had to raise my sister right because they fucked me up in the city. So they were like, we got to fucking not yeah. have a shithead. And 
Honestly, it really was. She, they like because I was a nuisance. I mean, I grew up yeah. downtown in apartment buildings, and then they just were like, "This." Is Where'd enough. you grow up in the city? I mean, all over the all, all over kind of near what is now like River North, affectionately. Okay, all over. So my mom worked for a company that owned. The company she worked for was a property management company that had all these buildings. So like, uh, oh, so you got to live in them by default because of the job. Or well, she was. Anything? We lived subsidized living. We lived in Section okay. Eight housing. So like, oh, okay. because my mom was a single mother, she could. We got. We bounced around. Oh, okay. So we okay, lived, you know, in four different buildings as a kid. Okay. Just wherever would have openings, and she worked for the company, so she would throw her hat, you know, in the ring and be like, mm-hmm. "I'm a single mother. Can I have a fucking? Can I have one of these shitty apartments yeah. in this nice building?" Yeah, so give we, the garden apartment. it was all, it was actually fucking amazing. I mean, we, yeah. we lived in the, you know, we lived in whatever came up. So we moved around a few times, but, uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so, you know, and I love taking my mom out downtown when I go home cause she loves it. Yeah. My dad, when he left the city was like, never again, because I got my mom, <laughs> I got my mom for her birthday reservations at Alinea. Do you know this restaurant? Alinea? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, I bought four tickets, right? Like fog-infused Brussels sprouts. Oh, everything. dude, it was fucking phenomenal. Four yeah. tickets. Mom, dad, me, my lady. That's the fact that they're called tickets for a restaurant says something. Yeah, it is. Reserve four. I paid for four four dinners, <laughs> but I paid I got for front row tickets I, I for, for lunch. Four. Yeah, <laughs> I paid for four, and uh, I'll never forget my dad. It was my mom's fucking birthday, and I go, mm-hmm. "We're going to go downtown tomorrow night." I have this very event, very special event planned. It's way too expensive for me, but it was a big deal. I, I want you to go, okay? And he literally goes, where? I said, it's in this city. And he's like, nah, you can count me out. And I was like, it's mom's birthday. He's like, well, we're doing a birthday thing here on Sunday at the house. I was like, I know, dad, but this is like a huge, and he fucked off a linea because it was in the city. He's like, I'm not going back down to that shithole. He, when he left, he wanted out forever. I mean, the news in Chicago doesn't make it. Well, seemed this was my, my mom is the same years thing. ago. But. Well, my mom just looks at the news like it's bad down there. But then we'll just, we'll just, like if a comedian like they've gone to see like comedians that I'm friends with, just like, yeah, we took the train down there and then we went down to, uh, I forget the name of the place, but it's like south of Columbia, like south of like yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. You're wait, you're what? You're yeah. just Okay, so you're doing this. Yeah, we're this hum- is wild. Your okay. mom's like, we're in Humble Park. We're going to go see yeah, a yeah. couple of shows. We're just, there's like a parade or seven happening right now. <laughs> Actually, I accidentally got stuck in a parade in Humble Park once. My dad, my, one of my dad's like midlife crisis adjacent vehicles was like the Chevy S10, but with like flare-sided back. With, Hell like, yeah. V- velours, like Hell white, yeah. white with rims with velours on the. Oh, your dad's the fucking man. And it was, it was a five-speed with the, with the shell on the back and like. I was borrowing his car and I was going to the city for something <laughs> and I got lost. I somehow got detoured and it was before I wasn't using Google Maps or anything. I'm like, well, you either take 290 in or you could take Lake Street or North Avenue all the way in. Mm-hmm. And I forget, I was going down. And all of a sudden, I got detoured. All of a sudden, it was just <clears throat> for those that don't know, Humboldt Park is the uh, Puerto Rican neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if it still is. I think I don't know. It well, was. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is now, but it's like kind of like uh, it's the kind of neighborhood that you don't really get a permit to have a parade, you just have the parade. You have one. You're allowed to, they're allowed to shut down streets by just saying it's closed. Just, yeah, like, nah. nah you got to go around. And so all of, I'm just on the street, and all of a sudden, like, a flatbed truck in front of me with a band on it, like, pulls in. <laughs> and I'm in the middle, but I got this white S10 with rims on it. And all of a sudden, there's a band playing, and everybody's waving. So I'm like, 
all right, I'm just gonna wave too. I'm like, yeah, I'll be part of this parade. That's fine. That's cool. Everybody's having a uh, everybody's having a hell of a Saturday afternoon. Why uh, not? And it was like a just a three or four block long like vote for so and so for alderman or something. Oh, the but alderman. I was in there. I was supporting somebody. Yeah, I was waving in support of somebody for Humboldt Park. <laughs> the aldermans, day. people don't know about that. That's a particularly Na- evil Chicago neighborhood game. mayor. Yeah, a neighborhood local mayor who is basically just a good politicker of of uh, he uh, he or she is doing a wonderful job of. Uh, being a legal mafia boss. That's really what it really is. You're able to convince people that they yeah. need to put you in position of power to protect whatever's going on. But also, it's all shady bullshit. It's yeah, all... It's a lot of... Keep, yeah. A lot of back scratching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, all, me, without even being like firsthand any of it, it's like, there's a lot of... Back it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I just read something like Meg's Field got plowed over in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, uh... Yeah. That was that was a daily. Was like, yeah. I don't want it to be an airport. Like, but we think it's a good airport. And then in the middle of the night, he just said bulldozer. Yeah, he bulldozer. Yeah, sure. Like ah, the dailies, Chicago. We lived through it all. Tell me, you said about your old man. I'm curious because you said this about his midlife crisis. Have you done something midlife crisisy? What are you like, fuck, dude? Man. That's <laughs> that's what I understand. If I'm 46, you're I've at already, midlife crisis. I've now. been doing the. It's never been a crisis. I've just been doing the thing. There, it's not a rubber band snap of like, oh shit, I've been working this job and feeling unfulfilled for decades now. I've only been doing that. So there's no midlife crisis. Because you've been feeling fulfilled. It's not like I'm 45, like, you know what? I think I need to express myself. And if anything, my midlife crisis is going the other way. That's how I feel. And like, I'm getting more. What if I just worked at the grocery store for a while? Dude, I've had these moments. <laughs> She thinks I'm crazy because multiple times I'll go, what if when we move to blank, I go, what if I get a regular job? And she goes, shut up, shut up, shut up. And I go, I'm serious. What if we're further enough, we're far enough away from the machine. People don't care about me, don't know. What if I get a regular fun job just to have a fun gig and a thing? It's like every story about somebody going to witness relocation, but you're like, it kind of looks nice. It kind of does. Like, can I turn on somebody? Can I rat somebody out just to get... Just get me set Just up get me somewhere. There. But you know what's funny? Me, <laughs> me talking about that, she made a, She said something really interesting. She's mm-hmm. like, the way you speak about working a quote-unquote regular job, because she works, yeah. she works. Yeah. And she's like, the way you talk about that is the way that people feel when rich, snobby college kids go into a Goodwill for costumes. That's how they feel. Oh, it's the song Common People yeah, by Pope. It, it's like, fuck. Covered by William Shatner. It's like going... I'm just, this is just an experiment. Yeah, but it's a tourist. But I don't think you're a tourist if, like, you understand the value of it. That's why I want to do something like that. You know well, what I, I want to really don't do? Wa- I'm not like, oh, God, I, I wish. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be a tourist. But I think that if it came to the point where, like, all right, I have my money saved from yeah. this version of my life. And I can live off of it. And then if time came where it's like, all right, you know what? It's getting a little thin. Yeah. All right. It's basically me, retirement. Ba- it's like let a, me, it's yeah, full let me, retirement. Let me move into a Walmart greeter, but that knows he can go, hey, you know what? Go fuck yourself every sixth or seventh customer <laughs> just to keep it spicy. You're the guy that can be the, <laughs> the Costco card guy, you know, that checks people's yeah, cards yeah. and talks a little shit because they always got like a joke or a they thing. They should. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. you? All right. Yeah, yeah. 
Doesn't look like you. Maybe 20 years ago. All right, yeah. guys, have fun. Yeah, in yeah there. what are you doing? Yeah, how, how old are you? Like, why does it matter? Yeah. Okay, I'm just come on, salmon's on sale. Have fun inside yeah, yeah. Of there. <laughs> That's something I would want to do something with people, and I'm obsessed with. Uh, I've gotten recently obsessed with lake life. Lake life. I love lake life. It's all coming together now. I it's know. Midwest. So right? I badly, whatever the name I, of the I lake. very badly want to work. Uh, I want to work at a, on a dock on a lake. Really bad. I'll really put, bad. I have uh, one of the. Like, a great aunt cousin situation a guy, but he just he's a he's the pro shop guy at the golf course. Ah, that guy's that guy. And he's just a fun. smart he's just a smart ass old dude that's yeah. fun to hang out with. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean he's probably maybe pushing eighty, but for every time I see him at a thing, he's the fun dude. Like, oh, good, he's here. Yeah, yeah, he'll and, he, and, you, and you know at the at the clubhouse, he's the fun dude. Yeah, because he rattles off <clears throat> bullshit. You know, yeah. he'll go, that's what you're wearing outside? You don't have a mirror at the house? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. guys, have a good day. I just want, I used to work with a dude named Lenny. When I worked at a gas station, he would pump gas four to six for tips. And he was just a tiny little Italian guy that was. <clears throat> this is here in Chicago. It was in uh, Wooddale. Wooddale, okay. He was benignly racist. <laughs> he would always, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I, I have to explain that <laughs> statement. I, got, <laughs> I can't just leave that one alone. Yeah, but in my mind, I hear what it is a little but, bit. Like, but I you, know. Know who, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, like, yeah. He's saying stuff that you shouldn't say, yeah. but it's also from a place of, like, it's a little Italian guy. He doesn't mean it, mean it. No, no. anytime, anytime uh, any uh, uh, <laughs> Latino or yeah. Hispanic individual yeah. came in, regardless of outfit, he go, ha. Oh, Mucho trabajo, poquito dinero, huh? <laughs> Out there cutting that grass all day. And it's just a guy just dressed business casual. Yeah. And he'll look at me and I'm just like, <laughs> buddy. What, what are you going to you, you swing on him? I can't control Lenny, man. It's Lenny. You've yeah. been here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any black guys, look at this guy. Gets, get him in the ring. Put him against Joe Frazier, this guy. I'm like, God, Lenny. Oh, Lenny. You put me in a bad position. Man. Yeah, and all, all the Latinos be like, "Get that Gatorade! It's hot out there today." I'm like, "They're not." <laughs> and then he would just break into like lyrics from musicals. He's like, a, "What? You love when, musicals? Remember when men? Remember when men were still about musicals because they were from the Korean War, right. and that's still what entertainment right. was. Right, right, right. Like the the South Pacific was still. It wasn't Miss Saigon. It, yeah, it wasn't." feminine to enjoy a, a a musical correct yes and he would sit there all like five foot two of them like tote that barge lift that bail you get a little drunk and you land in jail <laughs> i was supposed to be in showbiz kyle but this bum me ah and then he would just tell me sex stories just a little yeah then he would start telling about- anything that was wrong with you if you got good head it would fix it that's oh, what it is look at that zit on your head kyle that's a big one you get some good head, clear your skin right up, Kyle. <laughs> oh, I dated a black woman once. Oh, I bent her over. I'd blow in her asshole. She'd go, who, Lenny? I'm like, <laughs> none of this has been solicited. None of this. This guy's and, a magic and this man. Story, these stories are vouched for by any of my friends because they would come in. To, See him. Forget about me. They're like, is Lenny working? I'm like, yeah, Lenny's in. Where's I'm this like, man now, you think? Uh, in think your heart, I, where's this man? In my heart? Yeah. Still, honestly, still doing it. Honestly, sitting next to Saint Peter, busting balls, trying to get into heaven. Yeah, good. I think the man has probably left this earth twenty years ago, and he was in his seventies then. Yeah, and then his wife started working there, and she was she didn't know what to do. She he, wasn't as he good. He would fold on all his dirty talk whenever she was around. I'd be like, oh my, what do you need, ma? Oh, can I get you some leftovers from home? They both walked over there from where they lived to do the job. That's very fucking sweet. I don't know how I got on this. Uh, I like it tir- a lot. Tirade of like a. 
Can I tell you something? Okay. If you, yeah. you should make, if you ever have the inclination to make a show, a TV show about you should play Lenny because you being Lenny would be very fucking funny. I tried to do, I did one show where like shot like a little short pilot where, because I worked at pizza places a lot. I thought it was funny that there's always the different incarnations of who you meet. There's a teenager who's a shithead, thinks he knows everything. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that runs the pizza place. It was my bud, my buddy, Robbie D. Pizza Kitchen in Wooddale. Shout out pizza right there. Pizza Kitchen. Uh, he's still, you know, and he was the guy running it, but still wanted to be party with all the drivers. But he also had to run a business. And then there's always one driver. We had one guy that, like, got fired because he was like cooking the books for a t-mobile store or something or something like, yeah he got, he's an accountant but like a like a what's the dethroned accountant whatever mm-hmm. it was and so yeah he's just an alcoholic that got busted for cooking the books at some strip mall store now he's <laughs> delivering pizzas and he's the guy that's got the wisdom that's going to tell you how the world really mm-hmm. is and i wanted to like play all three versions of oh, those brilliant. guys have you put you have you done this you've done this oh no that, that was like 12 years ago i it, again i made i shot my shot in this town Nah, you're back i'm just baby. doing comedy you're back if but somebody wants to come to be like this is gonna get made and we're gonna do it the way you want i hope somebody okay. hears it and goes i kind of i kind of want to make that show i thought it was a good idea i thought you know it's a great it's a pe- great i idea. mean pizza delivery i mean it's been done everything's been done how do yeah, you but, how do you get how do you get past the are you still trying to pitch shows? Are you still trying to create your original stuff? Or because a little bit. podcasting and stand-up, there's no... you. I think it's beautiful. There's no need for this, the this show business it. hierarchy. Yeah. When like, it's like, you no, bought I mean, some I, cameras, rented a yeah. space, pay a, pay a producer to edit this together, If and we this, start will making garner, stuff. this will garner more views than, let me spend two years developing a show You're with right. the network and get notes and go back and get notes and then have get it like I got stuff down to the wire after two years and of shooting a pilot and having everybody it's gonna be great. And then because one executive leaves and a new one comes I in, know. they're like I've done this. I've had this exact thing. I I know. I and tested it, for SNL and they gave me a deal. Uh and then when they gave me a deal, we developed a show. I talked about this literally this morning with somebody, a good old friend. And uh, they gave me a deal, do a show. I did a show about uh, Maywood Dog Track. My grandfather worked there. My grandparents uh, Maywood. gambled there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, both both parents from uh, Melrose Park. Oh, okay, and uh, Winston Park. My grandparents right by Maywood. My dad's side of the family, the Italian side, the side that no that we don't talk about. That's my that's the dirty side. You got any? Ooh, I got it. Well, the... I mean, I grew up. My grandfather was a little like a little numbers runner for the for the, the for the mob, you know, and that's what he did, and he, that's why he stuck in gambling for the. It's funny dead. how like the joke is like any Italian name in Chicago is affiliated with the mob, but then it also is kind of literal. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> but literal. then it is. No, it is. Well, I said, I, I've said before <laughs> yeah. on this show, like I never knew when I was a kid that my grandfather had mob friends, but mm-hmm. then I would meet guys. Like his best friend was Joe the Hat, and Joe the Hat, yeah. Joe the Hat, Joe Duh Hat, Chicago yeah, yeah. Duh, Joe the Hat. He always had a new car, and I just thought Joe was a rich guy who owned a couple businesses. When you're a kid, yeah. I don't fucking know what pe- these guys do. Yeah. But Joe was a really charismatic, good-looking, handsome guy, like a like dark black hair, like slick back, and yeah. I just assumed he he owned. He, I was like, yeah, Joe probably owns. You know, he's done well for yeah, himself. Yeah, no, nah, <clears throat> he's a fucking mop guy. He always he had Corvettes. I was like, <laughs> he always drove like vets yeah. or something ostentatious. Yeah, he always had a loud, nice car. He had he had caddies that they would drive around town with my yeah. grandfather, and then he always had really nice sports cars that he'd bring around. When they were living in uh, like uh, Irving, or, or, yeah, Irving Park and stuff like that. But yeah. but anyway, 
I had a show about Maywood Dog Track that my grandfather mm-hmm. worked in until he died. Okay. Literally at 92 years old. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they loved it. It's a, it's not the track. It's called the it was called the track, and it's mm. not the it's not the horse track, you know, because Arlington is nice. Yeah, Maywood was for fucking shitheads, and we used to go watch boxing there on Tuesday nights. Like yeah, wasn't it boxing. was it a cart? What do they call it? Carriage racing? Yeah, carriage racing. Yeah, and it and it was just shitty and beautiful. <laughs> Loved it. They gassed yeah. me up. I thought I'm going to get this show made. Yeah, and then that executive got fired. Yeah, <laughs> and then that guy came in and he goes, "What if it's like a um." Mini mall players. Uh, yeah. What if it's my idea? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And because they threw so, it right out the window. I'm so creative. That's why I'm uh, an executive doing numbers. And I remember saying to my agent, "Well, I guess, I guess they paid me, so I, there's nothing else to do." And they got. And my agent goes, "They paid you because they wanted you to go away." Like, that was that. Honestly, yeah. became the most relieving thing of like, oh, you sold an idea. Please, here's the draft of it. Tell me you don't want it. And don't go away. make me yeah. jump through these hoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go for away. the next eighteen months, yeah. and then you tell me you don't want it. Yeah, just tell me to fuck off. Just give me the cash now. So that was kind of nice. They did do that a little bit. They were kind of like, we're not going to do anything with you. And I said, okay. And yeah, I fucked we off. Did, we space. did two and a half or two years. Of like, got shot the pilot. Did everything. And, and then, uh, my grandmother is the illegitimate child of a mob boss. Seriously? Yeah. Love this. My sister. I remember. I'm trying to ask her, but you know, she grew up in the Great Depression. Like, what do you remember? She's like, well, I remember one time I wanted, I wanted to take piano lessons. So my da- dad got me a grand piano, but we just left it in one of the apartments because it was too big to move. That's wild. So that was her memory from the Great Depression, was that her and her sister were <clears throat> the children of a... Uh, of, uh, has something with the Chicago pasta factory or something like, and it's one of those, like there's a lot of dead ends with the family, Your family tree. tree. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of like, this tree ran out the, of water a few times. It stopped here or yeah, nobody's trying to document who that is. <laughs> but so that what it, that's what it is. My dad's memory of his grandfather's like, I just remember one time like sitting on, I remember sitting on his lap as a kid and he was like playing with like diamonds. Diamonds. That was, yeah. Like, like, like what, what, what what are you, Scarface? What the fuck? Like, it was really? They were that kind of mom? Like, I guess so. But that was, yeah, she. But they were the second family. Yeah, she was the. So provided for, but never mentioned. Wow. But always was just, there was no memory of the Great Depression for my grandmother because she was cared for. Because it was time. good. Yeah. It was, was nothing depressing. Meanwhile, about. my grandmother was like, <laughs> I remember one time yeah. we got soup. Yeah. <laughs> we brought, it we, was a Thursday and we got soup. I don't know. What do you call the water you have left over after you boil a rat? Is that soup? <laughs> I think that's soup. I guess it's soup. We all got some of that <laughs> yeah. one time. Something like that. Well, my grandmother, when she passed away a couple of years ago, and was I, my, my favorite, man. And she saved everything. And that was the thing my mom used to say that when I was a kid, I never understood. And she's like, that's because it, the time that they came up and you don't understand. And mm-hmm. she was trying to explain it to me. And as a kid, I never got it because I'd go to my grandma's house and it wasn't a hoarder, but she would save, you know, <laughs> God, God bless her. But she always had flat, flat, flat pop. All the pop was always flat is because uh, yeah. she would mix them into, you know, if she would save them from like the party and mix them all into one and then take it home. That was, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. And that so, was so thing. I was like, man, 
Nana never has pop that has fuzz. And my mom is like, you lucky you get fucking pop, okay? You know, when she was getting that, it was that whole thing. It was always like a, because I never understood. I was like, why does Nana save all this stuff? And we don't do that at our house. Yeah. And she's like, we fucking should, because you guys are spoiled fucking assholes. You know, I see you pour out half a Coke. I should make you fucking save it. No, it's going back in the bottle. Now do you want Coke? <laughs> well, that was, because then my grandmother was from that life, and then my grandfather was... Uh, Marine in World War II, decorated Marine. And so he stayed a Marine. His whole life. Like, as a grandkid, you loved it. I don't know what it was like for my dad growing up, but for, as, as, as the grandkid, yeah. it was still like, you just went to, you know, His your grandparents' house. house. But like, he had like a label maker that he'd put the dates, like when you bought the groceries and put them on the shelf, like canned groceries. So he knew exactly when they were, And they were all faced shit. up. They were all in order, faced up. Oh my like, God. I, like what a grocery store should... My mom tells a story about that. Like, we were on vacation as a family, and she saw him, like, folding his laundry. Like, what are you doing? We're in the middle of the trip. He's like, no, I'm packing my dirty clothes. He was folding his dirty clothes, Fuck. like, <clears throat> accordance to, you know. Yeah. To, Which makes some sense, but he was also very much, like, <clears throat> clean socks went in this side of the drawer to rotate through. So he would come out, because it was also, like, big into golf, Big into like this late sixties, early seventies loud patterns. Yeah, bro. So, so it's like really the classic, bold. the classic golf clothes that people made fun of. Yeah, but he was also still a marine. So if polka dot pants and checkered shirt were up next in the row of what's cleanest to dirtiest, mm -hmm. that's what he put on. Not as a silly thing, or not that I knew it. Just like, well, this is what's next. So. World War II Marine is also dressed like a clown with no makeup. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, we don't know what to make of this. Because as kids, you think he's great. I don't know what my parents' relationship is with him. But I don't know. I think he's pretty fun. And Yeah. But I think your dad probably had a different version. Yeah, yeah. I think he made it. You know, it's, you know. Like my stepdad was a military kid. and His dad, or his dad died when he was young. And he was militant. And you can tell. Because mm -hmm. a lot of it transferred over. With my dad was always like. Yeah. Uh, do your shoes go right there? Is that kind of stuff? It's like, well, it's fucking right. I don't. Where do they? Get? They go in the thing. You know where to put. We put ev my everything yeah. was always like order. There was so much more order to the chaos. We didn't have like. But mean or just kind of like like no, as, just, as an adult man mm, now? Do you, I appreciate the fuck if out you, of it. If you had kids, would you be like? Guys? Now I would do the same thing he did. I'm like that now around my own house. You realize it's not as shitty? It's not as shitty, but it does feel there's a way to do it that's not as shitty, right? Like, we would get fucking yelled at in a way where you're like, does it really matter? But you're like, yeah, well, you're could... angry about something else entirely right now. <laughs> you're mad at, you're not mad at me. You're mad at just how shit turned out. <laughs> I mean, it's manifesting that I yeah. didn't put the that I didn't put the shoes back, in the right? thing, but you know. But it's it's there's a lot. This is a couple decades of you coming out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Do you are you like that in your house? Are you like as, as your missus? No, my house is clean, really clean. We keep a nice house, but she's the same way. She likes organization. And <clears throat> it's not anal, but it's it's not anal, but it's like we care. I care. But it's okay from being like a drunk slob, punk rock <clears throat> slash comedian dipshit for most of my life. Now I'm like. I kind of like it when things are a little. Yeah, nice stuff is nice. I have a lot of. I have. I've. Cl I'm cluttered, but I don't think it's dirty. Yeah, but it might be cluttered. I like going over to somebody's house that I thought would have a dirty house, but has an immaculate house, and I'm always like, "This is interesting." 
Because oh. in the outside world, you're kind of like loose and goose and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, whatever, man. But Fuck it. I don't know. Again, here's the space I can control that's not part of a Correct. public persona. And yes. I, ne I need this lack of chaos. Right. Because everything I'm putting out is, is buffoonery. <laughs> when I come home, I need everything. I need the plates where I put the plates. Right. I need Tupperware stacked into other Tupperware. See? This is how I think a lot more comedians are than people think. A lot of people think comics are like these, like, oh, but he lives crazy, you know, and all this shit. And then you go to a lot of comics houses and you're like, this is really well I put want together. That. I want more of that. Yeah. Like, I want, yeah. More. I want to see, yeah, I want to see, like, chaotic individuals get interviewed. Like, I want to see Danny Brown get interviewed and his house is just so immaculately I organized. bet you it is. I actually think so? I bet you it is, yeah. I bet. I think most... I tried to pick somebody who, like, seems to be... You're right, though. Danny Brown was, is a great... I saw what you saw in your head and then I thought, I bet you it's together. You know why? Uh, I also think anybody that didn't have a... If, if you didn't come up with a lot of money or you didn't start with a lot of money in life in general, I think you tend to pride yourself when you do get a couple of bucks that you're like, yeah. well, it's my shit. I paid for this house and this stuff for this apartment and all these things. It's like, I kind of want them not to be fucked up all the time. Wastefulness, everything... wastefulness is such an unattractive quality. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I do like... That was an, I was wondering like, why you'd see a lot more like in like rap and everything, but like, why is it always this outward display of wealth? It's well because if you never had it, then you finally get it, you're like proud of it. So it's a very opulent display. I don't know who said it, but it may be one of the best. I wish I remembered, but I'm, I'm a couple, a little bit of the sauce got me tripped up. But somebody yeah. said, fuck. Oh, I just heard it too, and it was so powerful. <laughs> I know what it is, but I don't remember who said it. And I keep seeing, I'm trying to see, but they said, like, you know, he was like, motherfuckers always asking me, why do people in in our community show what we have? Mm -hmm. Why do people give such a fuck about us showing off in the first place is my yeah, question. Yeah. And then he says, and on top of that, it was never ours to begin with. Mm -hmm. And they're probably going to try to take it away from us. So everyone in my community feels like, well, I might as well yeah. fucking show you what I got because you're probably going to steal it. And I was like, that is... A pretty deep cut and there's layers to it that are pretty dark of like well you're gonna take it anyway so i might as well show you what the fuck i got i mean i would i would counter that without knowing <laughs> i mean i'm making assumptions with the way you phrased puerto rican blind guy that's who said it puerto rican blind guy marco venezuela do you know him no, is that no? Is any of real. that no, real? None of it's real. <laughs> I was like, oh, Puerto Rican blind guys. <laughs> no, is Pitbull blind? Yeah, no, or he is. Puerto Rican. Yeah, no, I don't no, know if no. he's either one of those things. And now I look terrible. No, he was saying none of it's theirs anyway, and they're going to take it from me. So I might as well fucking. It's like it's on lease. You know? Yeah, it's it's it, well, that's and a note from that is like that the whole uh, that thirty for thirty that documentary series where they did one just called Broke. Broke. I love Broke. Yeah, and like oh, like not like I'm think i'm ever gonna get that much money but those i learned more from watching comedians who fucked up mm -hmm. than i ever did from watching people successful oh uh, yeah people that are successful it's i mean it's hard work and it's talent but so much of it is like we chose you here you go yeah we chose you here, there's people doing the same amount of effort as all the famous people out there there's people doing the same amount with the same talent and same hustle that just aren't getting the bump. I would say there's people doing so much more. Or even more. Way more. But so to look at who gets successful, there's that mysterious, like you lived here and somebody liked you or whatever the fuck. But it's the people that fucked it up. 
that, I would go to Zany's downtown in Chicago. Old town, yeah. Yeah, if I didn't have sets, or if I, if I, like, you know, I wasn't even using the internet. I was, like, reading the newspaper. It was supposed to be an open mic here. Oh, well, that's been canceled for six weeks, but they didn't update the listing in the Chicago Reader or something. Mm-hmm. So I knew I can go to Zany's. I knew Martine would let me sit in the back, and I'd watch these old headliners. And I'd watch these headliners doing the same set for, like, this, years. This set is dated if it was 10 years ago. Right. And you're doing it now, and you don't care about the game. You don't care about doing comedy. And you're watching this audience that's already half your age not give a fucking <laughs> care in the world of why you're on stage. Yeah. And now you're angry at them because they're not connecting about the construction on the Dan Ryan is out of hand material. <laughs> and I just watch these guys yeah. fall out of love with the game but not have a plan B. Right. So my options are like, well, I have to love this forever or I really have to have something else that I'm hoping to do outside of stand-up. I haven't found that yet. So I just have like... So you better right. love it forever. There's no superstardom in my future, maybe, but there's sustainability, I think. And as long as you're in love with it, what the fuck is the I'm difference? Gonna, I still like doing this. And what's the difference if you're in love with it? Who gives That's a shit? That's what I'm saying. I, because I get fucked up in my own head. Like, oh, why don't I have this? Nah, why don't I have fuck that? that. I already got all this. As long as you're in love with it still, and you are, and uh, I'll say this. A, I appreciate you coming on the show. I haven't seen you in a long, long time. Uh, B, everybody, do yourself a favor. Please watch Kyle's new special. Uh, you can watch all of your specials you've put up on YouTube. Yeah? They're all, they no, are. they are, though, right? Somebody owns the rights to them. Yeah, but you put them up there. on. I've seen a lot of mine. I didn't there. put them up. So well, whoever owns the rights well, to my special, yeah, Comedy Central. I just want people to see them. Well, if you, you like got, them, buy a ticket to a show. I like his That's old stuff better, me. as I think is on YouTube. Whiskey yeah, all, Icarus is on all YouTube. All the Comedy Central stuff got bought by Comedy Dynamics, and now they're airing. And they're making all the money. Should we burn that place to the ground? Anyway, go watch his new special because that's I, more important to watch the new special. <laughs> we'll link it below. But do you like that I named both of your specials from before? Because I remember. I remember Whiskey Icarus and I like his old stuff better. But like the that. new Lo- special Loose is called... Loose in Chicago is the third one, but it's all Loose right. in fine. Chicago. Oh, boy. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> the new special. Say it. Shacks so, and struts, baby. Please go watch it right now. We'll put the link in the description right below. We end the show the same way. You look mm-hmm. into that camera right there. Okay. You say one word or one phrase. A lot of people, it used to be one word, and people are like, I don't know if I can. You can say one word or one phrase to end the episode for the rest of the time in that camera whenever you're ready. One word or one phrase to end the show. Okay, there's a quote from my pal Lenny Vitulli. Okay. My first wife, she fucked the flu right out of me. <laughs> in here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful.